Hey there, this is Don Heffington, and you are listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Yes. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with Velvet Starling. Yeah. You've got to announce it like it's a big rock. You're, you're in a big rock stadium. Here come Velvet Starlings. Oh, yeah. And uh, they are moving and grooving and playing some great songs as the answers to our questions from our guests. And now we are joined by our first invited guest to the show, a man. He goes by one name, four letters, Spud. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Spud. Hey, hey, how's it going? Very, very good. Very, very good. Thanks for, for joining us in this in the realm of the Pop Oracle. And, Thank uh, you for inviting me. Now you are uh, you are an extended member of the uh, of the Beach Boy clan. Is that... that sounds cool? And yeah, I'm. Uh, I work for uh, Al Jardine, who's an original founding member of the Beach Boys. I'm his digital media manager and kind of personal assistant. Sweet. And I've been doing that for about nine years now. Excellent. We've had many uh, many other. Uh, I mean, being here in California and Southern California, recording here and being fans of pop music, we end up having uh, have had several. Uh, members of the extended Beach Boy family. No actual... I don't think we've actually had a Beach Boy on the show, but uh, members of the band, Probe and Gregory, was, uh, of Brian Wilson Band, has been on the show. Oh, and cool. Debbie Cher, and a lot of other folks. But uh, we're, we're all huge fans of the Beach Boys, I think. Can I speak for oh, the band? I, I am. Yeah. Are you guys? Yeah, everyone's yeah. nodding their head okay. in agreement. And cool, we got that in common. Yeah, good, good, good. And now, how are you aware of this band? Have you have you ever seen the Vel- seen Velvet Starving Starlings play? I've never seen him play. I'm in Northern California, and the first thing I thought was, "Wow, cool, a band from Chico." And I, I don't think I've ever even known a band from Chico. Oh, come on, Mother and... Hips. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, a band I was really into from Chico. How about oh, okay, that? okay. That's no. That's, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. And I first heard Velvet Starlings on a Rodney Binghamheimer show on the Underground Garage on Sirius XM. Heard the song "If Life Ain't Getting You High." And, you know, I just immediately thought these guys have a cool British invasion influence, but they also sound modern. Kind of, I, I hear like a bit of the white stripes and the black keys in their sound. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like the emotional intensity 
um, and heartfelt lyrics of their songs or that song. And then I heard some others and just like kind of everything I've heard so far. Now, I don't want to, you know, get too personal, but is life getting you high? All the time. Good, good, good. Life and music. Life and music. Excellent, excellent. The, the, the perfect combination. You add in a little synchronicity there and, well, you're, you're doing Radio 8 Ball. So. Yeah, and, and I'm curious, so uh, do you have a particular experience of synchronicity in music, Spud? Synchronicity in music? Like, huh, you know, like having, <laughs> whether it's like uh, having in the creative process, noticing like how, seeing how the creative process works around songwriting and synchronicity, or just something like where you're thinking something and a song comes on the radio, or... I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's one of those questions. Occasionally, I feel inspired to ask one of our guests, a guest, what their, or even just what your relationship with synchronicity is. Well, I was going to say I'm not. Uh, I think the first thing that came to mind is I'm also in a band, a surf band, and uh, half of my I, lyrical ideas just come to me when I'm sitting on my board waiting for the next wave because uh, I'm in a surf band, and that's the first thing that came to mind when you said the word synchronicity is where I was at and thoughts come into my head about surfing, and next thing I know, I have a song. Sweet. So, I don't know if that answers the question, oh, but that's, that's the first thing that came to my mind. That's perfect. That's perfect. And in a, so you play in a surf band, and you also surf. I do, yeah. We like to think of ourselves as a surf band that actually surfs. A genuine surf band, yes. We're, we're actually inspired by the waves and the surf and the beach and, you know, everything that we find at the beach. And what's the name of your band? We're called Drifting Sand. Drifting Sand. Excellent. We were named after a sign. Bay Area? Yeah. Yeah, mostly Bay Area. Usually a lot of places on the beach. We like to play places where we can go surfing right after the gig. It's your Surfing is crucial to this surf band. I love it. Do you have a, So yeah. what's your favorite beach to play and surf? And boat? Like, is, is there a difference? Do you have a favorite place to surf and a, play, a favorite place to play? Or is there one that has it all? Well, um... I would say we love playing Santa Cruz. Um, we've played the Beach Boardwalk several times. That's one of my all-time favorite places. I love amusement parks, especially when they're right on the beach. And when we have a gig there and we're right next to one of our favorite surf spots, I feel like I'm in heaven. I was born in Santa Cruz. So really? I'm, that's a okay. pretty groovy, groovy connection. So you know there. the... Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk really well then. Uh, no, I actually never. I, I moved away when I was one. So and then when I was oh. touring, it was the weirdest thing. When I had a band and I was touring the West Coast, Santa Cruz was always the most impossible place to get a gig. I could play all up and down the West Coast, but for some reason, I think I think it's just, it's being born there. You know, I was it was I can only be born there and die there. I can't gig there. Yeah, or you surf can't there. gig there. Quite. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let, let's let's get into the musical divination of this with this fabulous band, Velvet Starlings. But what is your question for the Pop Oracle? So I got to be honest, I've been racking my brain to pieces oh. just to find the right question. And when I say right, I just mean something that I thought this would be cool, this would sound cool, this is a question I really want to ask. And it's kind of weird because I feel like I'm always full of questions and for some reason... I just couldn't think of something that wouldn't be either just contrived or, oh, everyone asked that. Everyone asked what your influences are, you know? So I just so, kind of thought about it a little more. And then I just, as I was thinking about it, I was thinking about times when I can't fall asleep. And I asked myself one question when I'm trying to fall asleep, and it always helps me fall asleep. And the question, and this is a real question, I swear this is what I think of. I love the it. The question is, 
If you're thinking about your brain, is the brain you're thinking about thinking about itself? If you're thinking about your brain, is the brain that you're thinking about thinking about itself? Yeah. You should put that That's in as a question. lyric in a you should put that that is a lyric in a song, <laughs> man. Uh, okay. Well, now to engage the pop oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 wheel of eight. And it came up song number one, which is Turning Point. Turning Point. If you are thinking about your brain, is the brain you're thinking about thinking about itself? From Velvet Starlings. One, two, three.
And that was Turning Point from Velvet Starlings. The answer to Spud's question, if you're thinking about your brain, is the brain you're thinking about thinking about itself? Is that, is that about right, Spud? That, that's about right. And i got to say, that, that song sounded so great even over my uh, phone. So I know that's a cool song. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Very, very great. So uh, before great we sound. get into interpreting how that song related to the question... Uh, Christian, you want to tell us a little, a little bit about the background of that song, where it comes from? That's actually a brand new song. We've only played it live like two times for the first time at the Casbah last week. Um, yeah, that's kind of a, it's a cool song. It's kind of, I don't know, you watch all these movies like 2012 and all these apocalypse, like I was watching actually Shaun of the Dead and some of those, even the comedies. And I mean, the way the things are going in the world right now, it seems like, we're going to reach a turning point, a point of no return. I was in my chemistry class, and we were talking about global warming, and my teacher kind of got a bit angry, and he was kind of like, man, we got to wake up before there, there is no point. But right now, we're kind of at the turning point, the point where we can all right come on. together and do something or not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it, it does, that sort of does reflect something about the paradox in that question of, like, how do you get outside of a problem that you are fully inside of, mm-hmm. right? Oh, wow, yeah. Right? So how do you think about your own brain? If you're thinking about your own brain, is the brain you're thinking about thinking about itself makes you think about how do those of us who are part of the problem that is destroying the planet be a part of the solution to saving the planet so that we can continue to live here without destroying it? Mm-hmm. Right? Again, paradoxes wrapped in paradoxes. So, uh, so, so Spud... Were, did you get any ideas about how that song might relate to your question? Well, what you were just saying, you you hit the nail on the head, but it's like you're stuck in this endless loop, and how do you get out of that? And thinking about even just the title turning point, it's like at some point it seems like something has to change, and, you know, is it something you can force? Is it something that just has to happen naturally? Is it something that won't happen? Um, I know I'm just asking more questions here, but that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, that's 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 the nature of this. The the our motto is questions answered, answers questioned. So right, you're right, you're right there. Right. Uh, there's always another wave, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, right. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Uh, so there uh, there were a couple things I thought of. First of all. When you first started playing it, the song reminded me of the Yardbird song, For Your Love, and then you have the line, Shape of Things to Come, inside. Is that intentional? That you... was very intentional. Very intentional, yeah. trying to wrap it in some Yardbirds thing. So so it made me think, and, and your Velvet Starlings, and suddenly there's a bird, there's an avian theme to emerging here. So yeah. shape, uh, Yardbirds and Velvet Starlings. Now, it was the is, did Velvet Starlings, was that inspired by? Velvet Starlings is actually inspired by, you know, White Room, a cream. Uh-huh. Tired Starlings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, which so also had... Bird brain for some reason. What? <laughs> so now I'm thinking Bird Brain for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, like, well, what does that actually mean, Bird Brain? You know, like, it, it the... Like what? How does a how does a bird's brain work really? There, there is a couple. Of, there was one line here in, in verse two. This thing, uh, there's just no reasoning with people pointing guns. 
through our kaleidoscope, the shape of things to come. And it made me think like, not specifically about guns, but about the part, like the part of ourself that is judging itself. So like, that's what you're talking, like the part of yourself that is thinking about your brain is the part of Uh you. There's no reasoning with the part of you that's trying to nail yourself down to one thing in a realm of paradox. Right. Um, and then like you're stuck in your brain and you have tunnel vision or. Yeah. Yeah. And like that there's this kaleidoscope and you're trying to focus it on one thing. Whereas Uh in that realm of, those kind of questions. And I know it's like a, it's a philosophical question or almost like a Zen koan that reality is this moving target. And we're all, and and maybe this goes to the idea of solve, of addressing climate change and the stuff we're mm-hmm. facing is that it is a moving tra- target. And when we try and have concrete, like this is the answer and this is the only answer. Is it true or isn't it true that it's a, so much bigger than we can actually get our mind around when we're living in this sort of either or political realities versus actual reality kind of place. Uh-huh. Um, so, and it, it, it's like someone trying to fall asleep and thinking about their own brain and then going down the rabbit hole of thinking about, is it the, do, I, I actually am curious, does it eventually lead you, does this paradox eventually lead you to sleep? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it always does. It always works. Yeah, you just confuse you through yourself enough that you fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, surrender to the kaleidoscope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess the turning point is when I fall asleep. Right. When you actually let go of the problem enough to, Mm -hmm. yeah, to just surrender to it. I love that. I love that. Uh, I have a, I, I think I have a, I have similar, I have similar things that I ask myself in the wee hours when I'm trying to fall asleep. Do you? How about you, Velvet Starlings? Do you have any trouble sleeping? Mm, yeah, when we're like on mini tours and stuff, mm-hmm. playing shows. Yeah. After a show, you're just all wound up. Or? Yeah, it's just like, oh, let's go to Denny's. Not me. I'm not a fan <laughs> of Denny's. They're always trying to go to different spots. What? What? You, what what's? Where do you like to go after a show? After a sh- I have a thing. I don't like eating after like eight o'clock because otherwise it's like. In my stomach, and you know, I like that'll to serve just... you well when your metabolism changes. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what do you? So, what do you end up doing? Uh, sometimes, like after the Casbah last week, we went to this super cool Mexican place, and uh, that was like one of the. Uh, sometimes I always, I, I sometimes give in, but that night I didn't have anything, and I was pretty proud of myself. What did you? What did you have, Ronnie? Huh? Uh, um, I had a fish burrito. Yeah. Pretty, were you really good. were you in on this, Michael? Oh, he was. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a bean and cheese burrito, and I was trying to go like small, and it ended up being like the biggest. It was like three dollars, and it was like the yeah monster. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so give you give a shout out to this Mexican place. Oh, you remember the name? I gave him a tip, but I, and I didn't even eat anything. But uh, <laughs> I do not remember what it was called. Oh, uh, okay. We'll put it in the we'll put it in the blog if we remember. <laughs> So, uh, well, uh, I was kind of hoping that there was a potato involved because of Spud's name. <laughs> oh, the, no, there wasn't. No. no. <laughs> That's what happens when you start fishing for synchronicities. You know, you just got to let things happen. So, uh, so Spud, where, uh, before we let you go, where can this will be coming out in June? Do you have any shows with your band scheduled? Uh, we're playing this uh, uh, KHAC Battle of the Surf Band, but that's in May, so... Um... That's down in San Jose. By then, and you'll be doing your victory gonna, lap. I was actually, actually going to ask, when can I see Velvet Starlings in the San Francisco Bay Area? 
Or are you going to make me come down there to see you? Are you do you have any shows planned in the Bay Area? Us? Yeah. Oh, um, no, some other band. What would I be yeah. asking you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Not for a minute. We were trying to do Bottom of the Hill, but I don't know if that's falling through. But uh, also, we would be down to jam in Santa Cruz, but if you're ever in town. All right. Maybe we can uh, make a show happen at the Catalyst or something. Oh, yeah, that would be sick. Right? Yeah. I wish I could be there, but you know, as I told you, the spirits will not let me. They won't, I won't. They won't let me into San, Santa Cruz. Uh, but I think, I think you need a turning point in your life. I do oh, need yeah. a turning point. Maybe this is the turning point in my <laughs> life around Santa Cruz. That would be nice. Uh, there's great Santa Cruz. Yeah, and uh, and so uh, so at the, in June you'll be celebrating having won this Battle of the Bands for sure, and <laughs> That's right. planning your first visit to uh, to Chico to see uh, to see them play if they don't make it to, to Santa Cruz. And we, uh, we actually have a big gig coming up in San Diego, but I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. Okay, no, well, okay, well, you know, let let us know when 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 you're allowed to let us know. I'll put it in the blog and, and when this comes out. So, uh, well, well, thank you so much for being on the show, Spud, and for asking such a wonderful, paradoxical, philosophical Zen koan of question. I'm going to try that question on myself tonight. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, see if it works. It works on me. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio
It's a good show.